you've ever heard. I'm here today with my special guest, Ozzy from Survivor. What's up, everybody? Say hi to the folks. <laughs> so which folks? I don't know. The imaginary folks that are watching right now. I'm staring at right now. Oh, well, these are the girls. The girls. Yeah. You can say hi to the girls, though. Hey, ladies. How's it going? Hey, Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so excited that you agreed to be on my podcast because I think you're really interesting. And so let's just ju- like jump right in, really. Jump right in. Okay. So everybody knows you because you were on Survivor. Yep. Like a bunch of times. Yeah. Four times. Four times. Mm-hmm. And why did you ever want to be on Survivor? Um, I don't know. Just a sick childhood fantasy. Wanting to be stranded on a deserted island. Hmm. Okay. I always want, I don't know, for whatever reason. Really? I think the first book I ever read, Robinson Crusoe. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just was like, yeah, that sounds fun. You know, like that's awesome. It might've been blue lagoon that did it to me. Oh, too. that um, movie. Right. She was <gasps> sexy. I know. I think she was like 16. I know. It was very risque. Yeah. So maybe I fell in love with that, that ideal. I just wanted to run around naked. With I think it's great. Dessert island with a beautiful one. Maybe that was it. I feel like we're already pitching another show. Like maybe survivors should do a spinoff where it's just like who can survive with all these beautiful women on an island that's that sounds like I, I don't know if I would make it I don't, <laughs> I don't think I would definitely wouldn't survive that so okay so island sex yeah it happens oh I'm sure it does do you didn't have sure. sex on the island I never did <gasps> really I never did no no well, that's just, interesting all the times that I've played like I never even masturbated while I was playing really understand that because there's a lack of privacy but i'm thinking about the fantasy and being like i'm stuck on this island i'm fucking horny and there's women yeah yeah i mean it the problem with that is that anybody that couples up mm-hmm. becomes an immediate target and people want to uh, get you out of there quickly so that's a fair point you're I, all about the strategy not really i just, <laughs> I just and, uh the second time i played i did have like a little bit of a showmance and it got me kicked out. So, <gasps> got yeah. it. So, yeah, that's the thing. You just have to be willing to, you know, if that's all you're into, and you don't want to win the million dollars, like, yep. or you have a really great relationship with one person who mm-hmm. happens to be a woman. If you fall or you know, whatever, you might have a showman's, but if you can take that to the end, it it could be really powerful. But it's really hard to do. That makes sense. I like her calling it a showman's too. It's like, oh, lives and dies within that certain time period. It kind of does. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been a while since you've been on the last one that you were on, right? Yeah. A couple years. Like maybe four or five years. Four or five years. Do you think you'd do it again? I definitely would do it again if they they asked me. Okay. For sure. Do you have any interest in other like reality TV or like, no, Survivor's my thing. I'm good. Like I got other life goals now. I don't know. I mean, I think... The most interesting parts about me on Survivor are things that I wouldn't that wouldn't translate to other reality shows. So I don't I don't really know. I mean, I can climb a coconut tree and spearfish. <laughs> good at challenges. And, that's know, funny. That's like what people like about me on Survivor. So doing another reality show, I'd have to like I don't know have a personality, I guess. <laughs> You're saying it like you don't have a personality. <laughs> 
<laughs> so when did you start your OnlyFans? I started my OnlyFans a little more than a year ago. Okay, me too. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I don't know, a response to so many different things. I think we've talked about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I worked in the restaurant biz for 20 years. You know, mm-hmm. I did reality TV a couple times, you know. So I had other experiences. I just have always enjoyed working in restaurants for some mm-hmm. reason. Maybe it's a... It's a culture my, my in itself. masochistic part of my, <laughs> my personality, but, you know, when COVID happened, I had some realizations, and part of that was just working for somebody else, promote somebody else's dream, and yeah. at the end of the day, being left with really nothing to show for it, you know, is not, is not really some way that I wanted to live anymore, and I don't know, I think that capitalism has a way of exploiting, uh, you know, people and classes and you know I was one of the classes that got exploited for most of my life and I just realized that if anyone's going to exploit me I'm going to be the person to do it I like that perspective that makes sense Yeah, I was like a terrible waitress I was like the worst at working in restaurants. <laughs> Ew, I'm like, I don't have this skill set at all. Well, you got a, another kind of set. So. Right, I do. And, you know, I would say using my natural assets is yeah. starting to pay off in a way I never expected, that's for sure. Did you find a lot of, like, creepy customers that would just come because they were, like, too cheap to go to a strip club or too cheap to, like, to, to see something just beautiful in real life that they would come to, you know... Even if you're a horrible waitress. Right. You've got big titties. Well, I mean, it's always kind of, they've always kind of been there right now. They're just more, um, and more forward, more titty forward with my life. And yeah, it's been an interesting change, you know, being like trying to cover them up, like Mm -hmm. in my previous life and in my career to be like, now I'm like, nope, this is it guys. This is the career. So it's definitely a mindset shift too, but I totally relate, you know, I don't want to go back to corporate life. I, you know, did that for a long time and it doesn't always pay off. And I did the whole go to college and get my degrees and work hard and all that. And now here I am in the middle of my midlife crisis. So (laughs) giving this a try, but I also, okay. So I haven't seen your OnlyFans, but I have seen your Twitter. Uh, You have a very naughty Twitter. Tell me, what have you seen that's so naughty? Well, I... forget I, what I post, so, like, we'll see. So, okay. I saw some videos. Yeah. Of you and people in a shower or a bathroom. Uh, okay. And there may have been a little cross-dressing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about this. Definitely. Well, I was... I was in New Orleans. Okay. And never been to New Orleans before. Okay. And went and visited. I was with my, uh, my lady friend. Uh, okay. my, my girl, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, she does OnlyFans as well. So we okay. Have a, we have an open relationship, you know, we mm-hmm. support each other in that. And yeah, we went to New Orleans to go visit some friends of hers who are burlesque performers. Okay. Um, and you know, it was like, felt like, uh, the right time to do a little cross dressing and go out and, you know, have a good, a good night. All right. It looked like it was a good night. I was like, oh, I have questions now. (laughs) So had you ever done that before? No, no, not really. Okay. That was sort of the, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the first time I've cross-dressed or taken a shower with a couple, you know, a couple boys. 
Okay. So how how do you identify? What's your you know? Are you straight? Are you bi? Are you curious? Are you? I don't know. I mean, like, I wouldn't say 100% straight, and I wouldn't say that I'm, like, gay. I wouldn't really say I'm necessarily bi. I don't know. I don't really like the... I just don't really think, for me, that the the categories make that much sense. I'm just sort of kind of... Depending on the person, depending on the energy, depending on the situations of people, like... I've been working really hard the last year or so, even longer, to kind of disrupt the categories, of the boxes that that society's kind of forced me to place my sexuality in mm. for my entire life. You know, I can get that. That makes a lot of sense, and I agree. It's you know, we have all these labels, but it doesn't mean that one label always applies to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that they're, you know, like everything, it's a, it's a spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't fall at one end of the spectrum or the other. I'm just sort of kind of in the middle and curious oh. about like experiences and not wanting to close myself off to things that I've been told for my whole life that you should be closed off to because right. this is normal. Like you, you're a straight, you're a straight man. Like you have sex with women and you're attracted to women and that's it. Right. You don't. You're not. You're not really allowed to feel anything else, otherwise you're you're a deviant or you're considered to be, you know, whatever it is. I kind of like being a deviant. I love it. I love being a misfit. I love not fitting into the categories, and I think that it's more, way more interesting way to live than. Absolutely, I definitely feel like I'm like, oh, this is what it's like to be in your prime. I'm like, okay, I just needed to start an OnlyFans and, uh, you know, doing what I love, literally. So it's definitely a fascinating life change, but I, I understand where you're coming from. And I think it's so interesting because I just think human sexuality in general is interesting. Yeah. And, you know, obviously doing this type of work, you get introduced to like new things. You're like, I didn't know that existed mm-hmm. or I didn't know I liked that. Mm-hmm. So in doing this type of stuff, like what have you learned? What have you discovered about yourself? Kink wise well, and fetish wise. Well, I think that, some of the like the most simple things like before even doing OnlyFans, I've never really been in a situation where I've like talked dirty to somebody or like been a little more, like let myself be a little more. Uh, I mean, I've been dominant in mm-hmm. sexual situations, but like adding a verbal component yep. to it has. It, it I just have never practiced that, and so mm-hmm. recently, like practicing that and like enjoying that and like kind of like liking that play between it's it's that's been kind of fun that's been a that's been an interesting enlightenment i feel the same way i because i never thought you know i'd play into like a stepmommy kind of thing uh-huh. and but that's what my fans asked for a lot and yeah. i was like all right i'll be your mommy yeah and but then some of them want dom mommy they yeah. want mistress mommy mm-hmm. and then the things i find myself saying i'm like Hey, where did that come from? Totally. And, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I'm like, cause I don't do that in my personal life. That's not what I do. But mm-hmm. then I find myself really getting into this character, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, calling my fans a filthy little slut cause that's what they want. Yeah. <laughs> so I totally relate. I was like, I never thought I was dominant. I always thought, Oh no, I'm the one who likes to be dominated and yeah. you know, the daddy stuff and all of that. And then I was like, Oh, but this is interesting too. Uh, sure. Like let's go down this road. So, 
I can totally understand that. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like I, what I imagine you know, if you were to get into improv and you have to like practice that skill, that muscle, that, yeah, like, that ability to just sort of like go with the first thing that sort of pop in your head, and mm-hmm. you don't even know sometimes what you're going to say. It's just going like, to oh, let yeah. you got to let loose. And Absolutely, has happened, that. and now I'm like, oh no, I've got this. I've got the whole formula down, yeah. and like the sequence of like, all right, this is how we're going to build up the anticipation, and this is what you guys want. So, yeah, I get that. It's uh, there. I mean, I've definitely done things I never thought I would do. Yeah. So, like, what is one experience you've had, you know, like on camera that you're like, all right, I've never done this before, but I'll give this a try, and not, I mean, like on camera doing only things. Fans. Not on camera doing OnlyFans? I mean, that's what I mean. On camera doing OnlyFans, not like when you were on TV. Um, well, okay, so I had an experience where somebody who also has an OnlyFans reached out, and they're just a fan of mine. Oh, okay. Um, Survivor. And Did you get like, that a lot? I mean, it, it when I start... So, you know, it's funny. I'm, I'll back up just a little bit really quick, because... Something happened to me this recently. I was like going through my spam folder Mm -hmm. and my emails, and I had this person who was like, "We found your password, and you know, you we we caught you on a porn website, and this is what we did. We like we did this thing where like you know we set up a like we basically hacked into your computer and like filmed you jerking off, and like if you don't pay us." Ten thousand dollars, whatever. We're gonna release the video to everybody, and I was like, "Suckers!" Go ahead. You don't know any people fucking have seen me jerking off at this point. (laughs) So, so it was just really hilarious that I had this scammer (gasps) trying to scam me. Like, obviously knows nothing about. Yeah, they didn't do their research. Do the research. Wrong person, for example. But I'm like, through Survivor, so much of that has happened to me, where people like. Like fans like catfish me or like whatever try to have, try to get me to send pictures of my dick or like jerking off like all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and, I've, and I, like I've I've definitely done that with some with some fans girl who I thought were women and I think they were and like we faced up whatever. But there's always that like fear that oh my god someone's gonna gonna film me and gonna expose me to the world and oh my god I don't want to I don't want that to happen and at a certain point I'm just like you know what, I'm just going to fucking beat everybody to it. And like, you know, I don't care if somebody finds me jerking off, like with unbeknownst to myself, like I'm not going to pay you like, go like I make money off of this, whatever you can sell. (laughs) I might be able to sell it to to somebody for five bucks. If anything, you having like a revenge porn scandal situation, I I feel like it'd be great PR for you. Yeah. Like it's only going to help you. (laughs) So like, I don't know. I think a lot of guys that are not in Poor, not in, like, haven't gotten, you know, maybe they have a little bit of fame or good looking guys or whatever. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are spending a lot of time on Instagram or Twitter or wherever, like, look, trying to hook up with chicks, trying to oh sex, God, like, yeah, all sending the time. photos back and forth. And it's like, you know what? I, I've done that before. And it's like, might as well just make a career out of it. Because That's kind of how I felt. Then it's just like, at this point, there's nothing to hide. Like, someone's trying to scam me. Fuck you. I'm going to, like, scam you right back. Yep. And anyways, to go back to, I'm not sure why I tangentially coming back no, to the point it's... where the, I had this fan reach out and she's like, you know, I really want to fuck you. I was like, okay, that sounds really fun. Like, yeah. Like, I seem kind of cute. Like, we'll see if this person actually shows up. Yeah. And I went to Vegas. We met up in Vegas and like, okay. you know, met each other and did the whole like, you know, 
she wore a mask because she didn't Ooh. want to like necessarily reveal her identity, but she okay. really wanted to fuck me and like. Was know, it good? It was great. Oh, good. Okay, because yeah, I could have gone like I could have gone bad. Could have gone bad. It could have gone bad, but it was like. I don't know. I thought it was super hot and she thought it was super hot. And it was That's like, awesome. you know, it was like, now I have a lot of, of my other fans on, on my, on only fans that are kind of like, wait, you do this something to, can you, can I do that? Oh. Is, there like, is there like a contest or like, how do we, how do like, Oh, maybe there should be. Oh my gosh. Maybe there should be. I mean, so, okay. Cause I've never done fan fucks, but you also having fans, it's like, I mean, you have a fan base that's yeah. already out there. So of course you're going to be able to, there's going to be people that are like, I want to see him do all these things. And I, you know, want to fuck him and this and that. But like, would you fuck a fan who did not also do only fans? Um, yeah, if they were hot. If they were hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the only requirement, I suppose. Like, so what do you think is hot? Well, that's the other thing. It's like, kind of like, it's really just depends you know i like people that are comfortable with themselves i like mm -hmm. you know personality but also there's like you know all bodies are different and yeah you know, people have different bodies that are i just i don't i couldn't really say like you know there's isn't for me there isn't just one like cookie cutter this is hot there's, but that's good i mean yeah. some people definitely have types i feel like i have a couple types but what kind of types do you have Oh, so very clear types. So there's the traditional, like, you know, six foot five bearded, like yeah. that kind of guy, yeah. kind of like a hipster bro, I guess yeah. you could kind of describe. And then, um, I definitely have a thing for Latin guys. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, like yeah. I have an ex who's, you know, Mexican and Argentinian. And I was like, there's just something there. Um, yeah. so that's like another type that I discovered. And then, um, there's like kind of this like surfer guy vibe that I'm attracted to. I've oh. noticed as well, which I'm like, that's the outlier actually. Wow. Um, but I, you know, but again, it's like you're attracted to people for like different things. I mean, definitely like people that are smart, you know, funny humor goes a long way with me, yeah. honestly. Um, so yeah, I mean, just be a nice person too. Don't be a dick. <laughs> honestly, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Like, totally. you know, being, you know, being attracted to kindness and curiosity and all of that. So, mm -hmm. and then with women, I definitely need to have more of an emotional connection. I've realized. Right. Wow. Yeah. It's not yeah. just like, Oh, you're hot. I'll fuck you. It's like, no, yeah. no, no. We kind of have to be like friends and, oh. you know, have a vibe and be comfortable with each other, which definitely never expected that. But yeah, that's ladies. That's how you get me. You gotta be my friend first. Oh. I know it's real sweet. It's really <laughs> I know it kind of is. <laughs> so being in this environment where there's beautiful women all over the place, mm -hmm. um, you know, asking you to shoot like every five minutes, it seems like as somebody's asking you to, to shoot. I mean, it, it, you know, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, anyone I'm, I'm, I'm ready for. So. so what kind of content do you do on your OnlyFans? Oh, I do everything. What's everything? Yeah. I mean, I do, I haven't, I haven't, Fucked any guys? Okay. I haven't had any like like straight gay. Sex. Okay. Um, but you know, I've had that like shower experience was like you know kind of like teasing, playing. Yeah. We're all like playing with each other, playing playing with. I mean, I guess that's I guess you know borderline right there, but that's that's like to the extent of the of, for me the gay stuff that I've done. Okay. Um, and I'm open to more in the future, but you know, it has to be like 
so funny, like the two people that I had the scene with, like they're friends of mine now. So, you know, I have that kind of connection. Mm -hmm. So do you feel more comfortable with them than it was just a random person? So I get what you're saying about, yeah. you know, about needing to have a little connection with the, with, with, with women. Yeah. And it's like, I don't need a connection to, to have sex with a woman at all. Like, but to fool around with a guy, maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe you're, you're bringing up a good point. Maybe that's all it really takes. Okay. It was just something again, that I learned about myself going through this. Cause I yeah. think it's such an interesting journey we're on right yeah. now. And like, you definitely learn these things as you're going through it. And yeah. I just think, it, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting when you learn these things about yourself, especially cause like we're, we're the same age. We both kind of started this like only fan stuff a little bit later in yeah. life, which yeah. is interesting. We're not yeah. like the 20 year olds out there being totally. like sign up for my only fans. So it's sort of interesting as like sexuality evolves like over your life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't, I don't have any illusions that, you know, that, this my sexuality isn't going to continue to change right and i think that the more you allow it to the more you're able to get in touch with yourself mm -hmm. i mean yeah you might some people might their journey of, of discovering their sexuality might bring them right back to like you know even more of a straight place than they were who knows, right. who knows? but i don't i think that it's important to like take that journey and kind of like definitely you know go through the the process of finding out what it is that you're, you know, get you going. Absolutely. I did that when I was like 30. Mm -hmm. I had one of those life phases where I was like, I'm not going to have sex with anybody if I'm not in a relationship. I'm going to be a good girl yeah. and like make sure I'm, you know, in a committed monogamous relationship yeah. first. And that was a big failure. Oh. oh, I felt so hard. But because I mean, it just was, I was like, this is not the right fit for me. I wasn't having sex. I was kind of miserable. Yeah. But it sent me down the rabbit hole of pornography and toys oh. and like, self-discovery and yeah. I was like oh there are things out there that I like that I did not know that I liked yeah. and yeah now here I am like another 10 years later in my life and I'm like well I just had my first boy girl orgy last night and it was amazing so it, you know it's just there's so much more to look forward to now because I'm like oh that was a lot of fun I had yeah. no idea I was gonna like it as much yeah. as I did yeah and there's there's a lot more of that kind of stuff than than you could imagine I feel like I look at these like 50 year old swingers and I'm like, I feel like that's life goals for me. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, at this point I kind of feel like, Oh, there's something to this. Cause I am terrible at monogamy sometimes. Yeah, it's just yeah. not. Well, if you can look, I, don't, I think if you can find the person that sort of allows you to be who you are and is still, and right. still comfortable and okay with it, then that's, you know, that's something that, that we, we all hope for, you know, someone that's mm -hmm. going to let you be yourself, but is also at the end of the day going to be there for you, yep. you know, if you're communicating and whatnot. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah. Again, just like an interesting kind of yeah. I went to a, journey. I went to a swingers club for the first time <gasps> What'd you last think? year. But it was awesome. So I went my first time probably two years ago in San Francisco. I was okay. terrified. Oh okay. my God. I was so overwhelmed. Did you go to the power exchange? No, but I know. Oh my God. No, I've heard of that. It was yeah. called Twist. It was very yeah. hetero, normal swingers club. I've okay. definitely heard. Somebody was like, oh no, that's where you go for like the more BDSM stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I'm open to and curious about. Um, but I want to hear about what you thought of your experience at the swingers club. So I went to one that was in like Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, there's a huge swinger thing in Florida. I guess so. Oh my, oh God. my God. You wouldn't oh. think so. Such a, I mean, I guess 
conservatism, sort of like you find maybe some of the most like deviant people in Florida. They're like, <laughs> we're, they're like, no, we're conservatives. Or like, meanwhile, no, like, you're all good. There's like three swingers resorts in Florida. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, so it was fun. I had no, no idea what to expect. It was in a strip mall. Mm-hmm. Show up there with the uh, with. I was actually went with a few other TikToker sex mm-hmm. worker uh, girls and. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It was like cost a little money to get in. You get in, and it was actually really nice. Like, like everything seemed like new and oh, nice. And like at first, there wasn't a lot of people there, but like there was like a food bar and like you know it was BYOB. So you brought like a bot, like whatever you want to drink, you give it to the bartenders. They put a sticker on it, and then like whenever you want something, they just make it for you. Yeah, you just tip them. So that was nice. awesome. And then like. You know, got some drinks and then, you know, more people kind of showed up. And I'm like, where's all this action happening? There's not seeing anything going on. I sort of <laughs> did a loop around, went into some of the back rooms and then yep. like, like all of a sudden like go into this and it just was like bodies. Yes. Just everybody's just naked, <sighs> just like little clusters of people all over the place. Yeah. Like, you know, definitely people were a little bit in their, you know, later, like, you know, 40, 30s, 30s and up. Right. But like there was like definitely a lot of young people running around. Yeah. Too, like, a couple hundred people there and it was like oh, turned into crazy. like a just full on like fuck fest like yep. rooms and rooms and rooms and like just oh all kinds God. of stuff all over the place it was, <sighs> it was incredible I wow that's a lot yeah I definitely when I was looked around in a room I was like there's like 50 people all around me fucking and like it, I was just like wow this is a lot yeah. this is a lot I wasn't doing OnlyFans at that point in my life. Now I think if I went, I'd have a different perspective on it. But that was definitely the start of my, um, I don't want to say non-monogamous journey, but like realizing that there are other lifestyles out there that I was like, this might be the right fit for me. Oh, totally. I feel like we should host like a little like swingers party at a swingers club or something. That would be fun. They let us to do like a little OnlyFans that content be, event in the swingers club. That would be really fun. And I'm sure that could happen. Like, you know, you just rent it out one night. Oh, if any, if any sponsors out there are interested in Ozzy and Erica's fuck fest, so <laughs> you know where to find me. Well, thank you so much, Ozzy. This has been wonderful. You're so sweet and just kind. And like, I feel like such good energy from you. So we should do this again. I feel the same from you. And I'd love to anytime. Wonderful. Well, tomorrow we're making content, but a different type of content. Hell yeah. Yay. Well, thanks y'all. Make sure to check us both out on Twitter. So you can see the naughty content that's going to happen later this weekend. Oh, hell yeah.